Welcome to the Economic Development Matters podcast, brought to you by Edmonton Global, hosted by me, Brianna Morris, and my colleague, Sherry Baslama. Sherry and I work together at Edmonton Global, an economic development agency that represents 14 municipalities that make up the Edmonton metropolitan region. Home to 1.4 million people and generating $105 billion in GDP, our region is Canada's fifth largest economy, and we're just getting started. At Edmonton Global, our purpose is to transform and grow the economy of the Edmonton region. And we do that by attracting foreign direct investment and quality jobs. We also support our local businesses to expand internationally. On this podcast, we talk about economic development matters and why it matters. We discuss how we can best compete in the global marketplace and build a sustainable and prosperous economy to enhance the quality of life for the people in our communities. Today, we're looking forward to speaking with Jeff Bell. Jeff is the Director of Research and Business Intelligence at Edmonton Global. Jeff, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Well, maybe we can start with you telling us a bit about yourself and your background. Sure, yeah. I have a varied background uh, that covers various industries um, and sectors. I've done some work for trade association, for some nonprofits, for the public sector, and now here with an economic development agency. Um, Education-wise, my background is actually in environmental studies, which maybe is a bit counterintuitive for a role like this, but uh, I actually think it suits it quite well. Uh, But I kind of ended up in this role by accident. Um, Lived in a number of places over the years, which also I think lends itself uh, to this role. And um, yeah, I think um, I'm very interested here to talk to you today. So what do you mean by you landed up in this role by accident? Can you elaborate a bit more on that? Uh, Well, I guess I never sought to be a research lead at an economic development agency. You know, they don't teach you that at uh, uh, your guidance counselor in high school doesn't tell you that that's an option. So um, what I mean is that it was a bit uh, of a roundabout way of ending up here. Fair enough. Uh, So tell us more about what is your role at Edmonton Global, Jeff? Yeah, so... Um, I'm part of a, of a small but mighty team here at Edmonton Global, and um, our role is really to support uh, the larger work of Edmonton Global. And probably um, with past guests, you've, you've covered what we do as an organization, but the way that I like to describe it is we do two things. First, we try to attract businesses to the region from, from around the world. Um, so that's the, the primary purpose. And second is to um in support of that first goal which is to uh advertise the region around the world so a bit of a brand a bit uh, some storytelling basically trying to get the edmonton region on the radar globally um and so our role is to help with that storytelling uh, with the data side the, the empirical evidence side if you will yeah and i i'll just say personally i'm always grateful for the help with that data in telling the story here so what sort of uh, data are you collecting? Like, what is the information on? It's kind of all over the map. It, it depends a lot on, you know, the questions that are being asked and who's asking the questions. So I'd say it's very much driven by the client. So the prospective investor or the stakeholder, if, if it's someone locally who's asking for information. But it could be as varied as, you know, real estate data, 
um, agricultural statistics, demographics, so things around population, um, that kind of thing, uh, a lot on local business capabilities, who's doing what in, in the region uh, on a specific industry or sector. Um, yeah, every day it's different, which is one of the reasons I really enjoy it. So my understanding is that these this information is pretty publicly available for people to just go out and find themselves. Why do you think it's important that Edmonton Global is collecting their own data? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, one of the reasons that I think we have a useful role is it's actually pretty time consuming. You're right mm-hmm. that it's all publicly available, but it often takes quite a bit of sleuthing to, to find um, a source of information or a second source of information to verify that first source, you know? Um, so it's a lot of, it, it's quite time consuming. So I think, right. um, you know, as we can save time for our team members here on Edmonton Global and also our, our larger stakeholders and also our prospective clients, right? So um, we kind of a head, have a head start on understanding our region for people out of Asia or Europe or, or wherever they're coming from. Um, so, you know, if, if we have this library of local information, it saves them a lot of time. Right. So you're really adding a lot of value um, for investors. I'd like to think so. Um, yeah, I, I mean... So that's one reason is to save time. I, I think some of the other reasons are, um, you know, it, it boils down to the confidence you have in the information, whether it's data or, or something more of, of a, a qualitative. Um, but if you're doing your own research, you can have more confidence in, in the information because you know where it's coming from. You know, um, maybe, you know, how current it is. Um, if, does it come from a trustworthy source? Um, you know, things like what are the units, something as simple as that can really trip people up if you're not paying attention, you know, is it acres or hectares, you know, right. is it, is it kilogram? Yeah. All sorts of, of uh, interesting questions there. Jeff, are there any challenges that you come ar- across when you're trying to collect this data? Like, is there common problems that arise or, um, anything you can speak about there? Well, I'm, I'm sure anyone who's ever done research shares this frustration around where does this information come from, right? They forgot to put a footnote in it. So it's a really intriguing piece of information, but you don't know where it's coming from. So you can't, uh, it, so it's harder to explore further, right? So if you come across a number and you say, oh, that's a really compelling number. I want to look at that a little bit more, but there's no footnote or citation. Drives me nuts. And, um, <laughs> I'm a very much a citation person. Sorry, sorry, keep going. I interrupted. It happens all the time, right? You come across a number and you're like, I want to, I want to include that in my report, or, or I want to share this with someone, but I can't do it until I know what the basis of it is, right? Because maybe the units off, it's kilometer square miles versus square kilometers, right? Or uh, you know, metric ton versus an imperial ton. Like, there's all sorts of nuances that you want to kind of verify before you put it out there. And so that's something that's really frustrating when people don't um, keep track of where it's coming from. It, my, I'm also guilty of that. I try not to be, but uh, you know, I, I, we're trying to do work better as a team in, in documenting this stuff. So Jeff, because you're documenting stuff and finding this stuff, have what about rankings? Like when you find Edmonton, you know, ranks, um, you know, highly compared to other jurisdictions, like how much is, of that is you figuring out the rankings or do you have to submit it to other bodies or do they find the data and then they just tell you? Like how does that world of ranking works work? 
Yeah, that that's a whole other story in a way. Like rankings are um, uh, uh, an art and a science at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the challenge for for the Edmonton region, of course, is showing up in the first place, right? Because right. often we're we're overlooked as a region, unfortunately. But but sadly, that's a case. Um, so that's the first thing. Often when I see these rankings, is I try to reach out and I say, Hey, you know, have you considered including Edmonton region in your rankings? And if not, why not? Um, Smart. um and, and often they're like, Oh yeah, we, we, sh- we should be looking at there or that's happened a few times anyways. Um, other times, you know, we show up really well and that's great. And then it's, it's, you know, trying to understand why that's the case. And other times um, we don't show up well, and, you know, then it's a matter of trying to understand why that's the case. Um, and sometimes it's uh, faulty data that's being used by, by whoever's doing the, the ranking. Uh, sometimes there's omissions, you know, so it's not bad data. It's just no data. So, so we fall behind in, in things like that. Um, so but rankings are notoriously tricky because they're they're pretty arbitrary the criteria yeah um, and but Jeff, some of them are even pay to play aren't they that's also true yeah some some of the reasons we don't show up in the rankings is because we're not paying the company to be included in the rankings that's i don't i don't like that that's <laughs> wow anything can be monetized i guess right but it's true, like those rankings are highly valued by economic development organizations like ourselves. So, um, you know, some regions are willing to pay to be able to make sure that they show up and show up well in those. Well, I, I think that speaks also to the credibility of those rankings because that kind of thing goes on. A lot of people, rightly so, kind of have some doubts around those types of rankings. So I, I would say rankings, be careful with them even though they're interesting and and they can tell you valuable things, um, just be cautious with them. That's good advice. Um, do you use like artificial intelligence or anything when, when looking at data or is that kind of more in the future? Yeah, that, that's an interesting question. So, so probably as your audience is well aware, you know, the Edmonton region is an international leader in artificial intelligence. Um, the University of Alberta is among the top research institutions globally for kind of the volume of research papers and the quality of research papers, especially around things like reinforcement learning. Right. Um, but my sense is that those types of applications really shine in certain situations, namely when you have a very specific problem that you want to uh, answer and you have a lot of data behind it. The types of data sets that we look at here at Edmonton Global, I'd say don't lend themselves as much to to that type of technology. Um, One, the data sets are often very small. You know, they can fit in a a small spreadsheet. Um, And two, we're always asking different questions every day and we're always being asked different questions every day. And so I think because of that, um, our situation doesn't lend itself so much to you know, using the artificial intelligence as a tool. Now that said, I'm certainly open to it um, and I'm not claiming to be an expert in that area. So if there's someone listening to this podcast who, who thinks that we could take advantage of it, I'd certainly be happy to, t- to talk to them. Well, we have Amy, I guess we can go ask Amy. Sure. They Amy, machine uh, yeah, Alberta yes. machine intelligence. Thank you. <laughs> we're often getting in trouble from our producer that we're about using acronyms that we need to make sure people know what we're talking about. So 
Just yes, wanted thank to you. Thank that. you for watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another challenge in, in research that we run into all the time, right? Such and such acronym at such and such units. And if you don't understand the acronym, you don't understand what's being measured. But, uh, you know, that's another thing we encounter. Yeah. Wow. Um, so where do we rank highly as the Edmonton region? I think you've highlighted um, some in, in blog posts recently. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of strengths of the region. And again, it's going to depend on, you know, the specific investment or, or company, you know, what's important to right. them. Right. Um, and I think oftentimes, um, you know, a company is doing themselves a disservice by overlooking our region because we do have a lot to offer. Um, we already alluded to one a moment ago, you know, really solid research, not only at the University of Alberta, but also the other post-secondaries, Nate, Grant McEwen, et cetera. Um, so, so great research going on. Um, and the biggest thing that we get asked about uh, from companies and organizations looking to expand in the region is, you know, who are we going to hire? So, so talent is kind of the number one question. And that's another re uh, sector we're really good in. Um, for example, we graduate the majority of the province's engineers here out of the University of Alberta. Um, and the province as a whole has more engineers per capita by quite a wide margin compared to other provinces. So if you're looking for engineering talent, you know, Edmonton's a great place to come. But yeah. that also applies to you know, health and life sciences talent, computer sciences talent, uh, agriculture, nanotechnology. There, there's all sorts of kind of technical expertise that we're really good at in the region. Um, so if you're looking to staff up a new operation in North America, you know, this is a good place to do it. Um, yeah, and talent's super, then, uh, super important for investors today. Like people are getting squeezed in terms of being able to find good talent. Yep. For sure. Yeah, the, that's like I said, that's the number one thing we get asked about, you know, how many, how many um, people doing X job do you have in the region or how many people with X skill do you have in the region? Right. Um, a lot of our research is trying to find out numbers along those lines. Um, you know, another good thing um, that I would highlight that we're very competitive on is quality of life in general. Right. Um, and a big part of that is um, affordability. So one of the, the deep dives I recently did in um, uh, on my blog was on housing. And so we compete um, very, very well across North, North America or even globally in terms of affordability of housing, whether mm -hmm. you're renting or, or buying. Um, and, and of course, that's a big driver towards larger quality of life and, you know, disposable income and, and all that sort of stuff. So if you're not spending so much on housing, then you can, you know, spend more on vacations or or other things that that uh, are important to, to people um, in terms of quality of life. Absolutely. So there's a few off the top of my head. Fascinating. Yeah, you've alluded to your blog now, I think. Uh, let's dive into maybe that, that blog, the Did You Know by Jeff Bell uh, sort of blog series that you you um, you. Spearhead, yeah. yeah, you spearhead at Edmonton Global. Um, one of the most popular ones you've done is around the connect connectivity of the region. And you um, discovered some pretty interesting stats in terms of the competitiveness of our region in terms of how we're connected to um, the global supply chain and sort of the logistics in infrastructure that exists. Yeah, tell us about that. I, I loved that post. <laughs> very, very kind. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there what's interesting to me is before I started with the organization, we had commissioned um, 
a study from a consultant to see, you know, what people think of the Edmonton region globally. Um, so we went to these site selectors, I think largely down in the United States and said, you know, what, what do you think of, of Edmonton as an investment destination? And the vast majority of them, I think it was like 87% or 83%, something in that range said, um, Edmonton, I've never heard of it. <laughs> right. Um, and, and the, few, the, the, uh, the few that had heard of it, um, said, Oh, uh, it's remote and it's cold. Those are the two words they associated with, with our region. So, so that was kind of the starting point for that connectivity blog is okay. I've, I've spent most of my life here living in Edmonton. Um, and that's not my impression uh, of us. So let's, let's explore this a little bit. And so I think a lot of the misconception there, why we're remote, um, comes from this, this idea that a map is flat. And if you picture a map in your mind, you have Asia on one side and you have North America on the other. And the shortest way to get from you know Los Angeles to Tokyo is straight across the Pacific Ocean. Right. And so they assume that, you know, if, if you want access to Asia, you, you better be in Los Angeles. Um, what, what I found in my blog or, and I, what I found in what I articulated in my blog, I hope is that it's actually quite a different scene in reality, because of course the, the globe is a sphere and the closest way to get from North America to Asia is over the pole. And so if you looked at for using airports as an example, the, uh, the Edmonton International Airport is closer to China than any other airport in the lower 48 states, um, which I think was, was a surprise to me and uh, I think would be a surprise to most of the, the listeners. Um, so, if, so if you want to fly to Asia, it, you can save a lot of time by flying from Edmonton compared to, to Los Angeles or, or, or some of these other um, cities that are associated with really good connectivity to, to Asia. Right. Um, and that also applied, um, to, for shipping and cargo as well. Um, so if you sail from say Tokyo to, um, the North America, the fastest route is from uh, the first port you hit is, uh, Port-au-Prince Rupert. Um, and if you want to get to LA, it's another two days travel down the coast. Um, so another 48 hours to, to get there. Um, so if you, if your goal, if your ultimate goal is, for example, to ship from Asia to say Chicago, where, um, you know, which is a big logistics hub in North America, um, you're, you're much better off to go via Prince Rupert and Edmonton to Chicago than through, um, through LA and Chicago. You can save actually, if you, once you um, incorporate things like dwell time, which is the time that ships spend sitting off the coast in the water waiting to dock um, and then rail time you're you're two weeks faster up to two weeks faster going uh, going through Edmonton so that was really interesting and I, and I thought um, you know it's, it's these kind of facts that are data driven that really resonate with um, with potential investors there was another um, fact I think from that blog that I found really interesting around um, altitude and rail and that there's some, maybe some price advantages too in terms of how we sit geographically that way. Yeah, that, that was uh, like, if you, if you dock in, in Seattle, Portland, Seattle or Portland or LA, you still have to get over the, the Rockies uh, as you do if you dock in Prince Rupert or, or uh, Vancouver, but um, the Rockies are such that in the North, 
there's less elevation that you have to get over the mountains mm-hmm. to uh, compared to the southern routes. So you you uh, actually can save quite a bit on fuel as a rail hauler because uh, you're you're not climbing as much elevation um, through that route, which is yeah also mm-hmm. interesting. Well, that's fascinating. A very different way of looking at things or approaching things. You're right. I don't see I don't see flat maps that kind of go over the Arctic. <laughs> Instead, it's uh, yeah, it's a different way of looking at it for sure. That's really cool. Um, anything else you'd like to share with listeners, Jeff? Hopefully there was a few nuggets of, uh, of interest in there. Yeah, I, Jeff, yeah. thanks for being on here. I always think of you as kind of a, the single source of truth for and <laughs> Global. So yeah. <laughs> really appreciate your perspective. And like you said, a lot of your data work, it's just a lot of, it's truly so time consuming just to actually pull together what's out there. So um, kudos to you and your team. Uh, I, we think you're doing really great work. Yeah, we're really fortunate to be working with you and we're glad you took the time to speak with us today. Right back at you. Thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, have a, have a great afternoon. So I actually think Jeff was being quite modest um, in that the, the amount of work that's gone into him um, digging into the data and actually finding that data so that we actually show up in some of those rankings that he was referencing um, is is incredible work and it makes a difference in how we're able to show off uh, our region. Oh, absolutely. Data is a hot commodity. Like It is. I've heard it referred to as the new oil. Oh, there you go. But yeah, like that's how um, so many of these large companies make their money. Like the revenue model is based on collecting data. Yeah. Um, And on top of that, they rely on accurate data to make their business decisions, right? So for us to be able to provide that to them is only value add. And I just appreciate like his, his honesty about what data is more accurate, looking at the sources and the units of measurement and stuff. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, And, and just from working with Jeff, like I, I so much appreciate his uh, commitment to that being that source of truth. Like he's very careful in how he does, he, uh, not to re- misrepresent the region or, you know, slice data in a way that, you know, it might look like we're trying to fool people. He's very much committed to to telling things the way that, the, you know, the data tells it. Absolutely. But that's, he will also, like, he's very passionate about the region, though, and, and thinks the best of it. Whereas if he's like, the data's not, I don't think it's catching everything of what we have in Edmonton. And he will personally go and be like, how many companies do we have in the sector? There's got to be more. And he'll go in and actually find more, right? And so I really respect him for that. Yeah, I've never seen anybody negotiate or use Excel spreadsheets in such a, in, in the way that Jeff does. He, he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Economic Development Matters podcast brought to you by Edmonton Global. For more information about Edmonton Global or to get in touch, visit our website at edmontonglobal.ca. Follow us on social media, on Twitter, LinkedIn, or Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be among the first to know when a new episode drops. We hope you learned something new today about economic development matters and why it matters. Until next time, we're your hosts, Sherry and Brianna, signing off.